How's it going, Suncast listeners? My name is Reagan Harrell. Welcome into another episode of the Suncast podcast covering the Sun Conference. I have an awesome dual interview, Coach Christy Burton and Mimi Maggard from Weber International University. Took some time out in between practice and heading up to Columbus, Georgia for the Women's Softball World Series. Super happy to have some uh, more Warriors on, talking about their success this year, their journey to Weber, at Weber. Uh, they're a really good player-coach duo, one, I think one of the best duos for the past few years in the country and uh, it was really awesome having them on really appreciate them i get to talk a little bit of saints football with coach we're both saints uh football fans starting to get a little bit of buzz around nola nation just having a good off season we're having a little fun with it but before we get into that interview this episode is brought to you by the one the only the man we love so much mr von elberon brazilian food is the best Brazilian food on this side of Mississippi, folks, located in Babson Park, right across from Weber International University. If you're from Warner or Southeastern, well worth the ride. I know we have a lot of people staying over the summer at Weber. Go give, go give him a shot, man. He is really awesome. Tell him you heard him on the Suncast podcast. And he may even throw you a uh, free empanada. No promises, though. No promises. Now, a lot of love for Mr. Vine. Does an awesome job. Awesome bonfires on Saturday night. If you ain't got nothing else to do on a summer uh, Saturday night in Babson Park, Florida. So that uh, that's our guy, you know, real deal. He's he's, he's an honest guy. He's a cool guy. Uh, just really appreciate what he's done with the, not only helping me with the podcast, but uh, you know, feeding a lot a lot of people there in Babson Park. All right, I'll do it with that. And here is our awesome interview with Coach Christy Burton and Mimi Maggard. All right, welcome on two very special guests to the podcast. This is Coach Christy Burton, head coach of Weber Softball, and Mimi Maggard, shortstop for Weber. First off, ladies, congrats on booking the trip to Columbus. First time we're in the World Series since, I think, 2016, right, uh, and Weber. Yes. Yeah, just how's it, how's it feel just uh, you know, being able to put, book, book the ticket? Uh, I mean, it's a pretty cool feeling. I think it's something that we set out to do uh, four seasons ago when, when I took over, and uh, the girls said this year, day one, they wanted to go win a national championship. Uh, there's only 10, te- 10 teams left in the nation trying to do that, so uh, we're pretty excited to get there and experience that. Yeah, and you, uh, like you said, you came here to Weber 2018 from Southeast Louisiana. Uh, when you first got to Weber, what were kind of, kind of some of your short-term goals? And I think obviously one of the long-term goals has uh, been checked off here recently, but what were some of the goals you had for the Warrior program? Honestly, it was, you know, to get here, um, to kind of buy into that motto, uh, passion for purpose. So we try to achieve a greater purpose in the classroom community and competition. Uh, that first season, uh, we beat every team in the conference. Went to postseason, had a pretty good semifinal game. Uh, COVID year, 19-5, and five, had a great year there with the girls. Uh, last year, had a chip on our shoulders, went out, won the regular season. Fell a little bit short in the championship game, but had a great team with a great fight. Um, and this season, you know, we just continue to build on that foundation of, of wanting to win and wanting to, one, compete for our conference championship, which we did and we won this season, uh, a regional championship, which we did and we won this season, and uh, our ultimate goal, which I said day one, this team said they wanted to win a national championship. Uh, that's been our goal the whole time. Uh, so everything else we achieved along the way uh, is from past success. Our, our small goals were to get there. Uh, first, you go for that conference one, regional. Now we're going for the national championship. So. Uh, short term, we've finished the GPA. We're one of the best GPAs on campus. We get awesome. community service hours. Uh, I think we've achieved everything we wanted to do uh, from that vision four years ago. So, yeah, something I heard uh, when I first got to Weber in the fall was we have a really good softball team. Uh, last year in the conference tournament was a heartbreaker to Coastal Georgia. Uh, Mimi, I'll ask you and Coach, you can answer all uh, also. 
Uh, how did y'all kind of build on that disappointment, uh, you know, losing two to one to Coastal Georgia at the end of last year to not only beat them in the regular season and not obviously we build on winning conference and now where we're at? Yeah, it was honestly kind of like a, like a wake up call almost. Like we were just so close, and if we would have done a little few more things correctly, we'd be successful. And I think we tweaked those this year, and that's how we became on top when we played them. So yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, it's one of those chip on the shoulder so uh, this team and the teams before it anything that hasn't gone our way they've craved the opportunity to overcome and get it again so whenever something gets taken uh, this program this team uh, passes the bat year to year season to season team to team to make sure it's not about that moment in that year but about the program as a whole and I think this group is bought into that like they wanted to win for last year's seniors and we want to win for you know next year they're going to want us to keep winning but we hope we can raise the bar and help everybody chase the national championship so yeah I've had some former uh, Warriors softball players reach out and just just say how proud they are of this team and it really is awesome and you said uh, you know you knew from from the beginning uh, pretty well that this team's ultimate goal was to get to Columbus and bring that red banner home but uh, was there a moment at some point, maybe during the offseason, during the season, it's like, okay, I, we, I have a team that has a legit shot of doing that? Uh, I honestly think in Alabama this year, uh, we've struggled in Alabama, the Gulf Shores tournament. It's one of the more hyped up tournaments for NAIA softball. Uh, we, we killed it this year. We went 5-0. and uh, We went on a winning streak. We beat some of the top teams in the nation. Um, but there's just an adversity in the fight. Uh, our conference is one of the hardest conferences in the nation to compete in. Absolutely. And I think that this season, maybe we didn't have our regular season goals met as much, but everything we failed at, we we craved and we wanted again. And I think this is the first time going into postseason where I knew we weren't done. Uh, it's a team that was like, hey, what's going to show up? How are we going to do it? And we're going to find a way. So people ask us, you know, how do you win on three hits to seven hits? How do you score five runs on three hits to one? You know, and it's just what this team has in them. It's heart, fight, passion, and something you just can't coach. So um, I think it's a turning point in Alabama. Went on that 15-game winning streak. Uh, got humbled a little bit. But through that adversity, uh, we became champions. And I think that's going to continue to shine for us. So. Yeah, yeah I think I do think the turning point was Alabama. I think we're more of a tournament team. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, if you look at our record, like, like we say on paper, we don't look the best. And like you said, people ask, how do you win a game with three hits to seven hits? Well, when where our bats don't fill in, our defense picks up and our heart and our drive picks up the bats, basically. So I think that's a big part of our team is this team is just so driven and so... If I mess up, someone's got me. Hey, I got your back. I got your back. It's never like a one-man show. It's never like, oh, it's your fault because we're a team, and I can really feel that. Some of you said I absolutely agree. When you look on paper, maybe Weber isn't that top-tier team, but you know when I'm here and watching or able to watch someone on the live stream, y'all have the best dugout I've seen from, you know, obviously I've seen a lot of baseball, watched absolutely. a lot of baseball. Y'all have the best dugout, and, you know, look on paper, uh, you know, a team like Coastal Georgia who – it's they, they kind of have a southeastern s that you know what how southeastern was with baseball. They, they have a bunch of girls batting over 400, but they didn't have the heart and they didn't have the drive that y'all had. And yep. you know y'all are in Columbus and y'all are facing off against a southeastern team that y'all <laughs> knocked out of the conference tournament. They won their regional. Y'all won their regional. I love that we have this All Sun Conference opening up that I will be there for in Columbus. I'm so excited for that. I'm, and I appreciate y'all having a. Uh, Having y'all's national tournament is somewhat close <laughs> instead of way out. Now I love uh, Columbus is like an hour away from where I'm at. Where I'm, at. I'm really excited about that. But you know, as far as playing a team that you have uh, beat before and done well uh, 
done well against and then the coaching aspect of it you know, on the flip side that's obviously a little bit easier to you know get the motivation be like hey we we just lost this team this team ended our conference our, our, our conference tournament chance our chance to have an automatic bid so what's the flip side as far as playing against a team like that and then coaching against a team yeah so I think there obviously there are pros and cons to that like you said like the pros is that hey we beat them because we're two and two against them um, we put them out when it mattered. Right. It's like I like to think of it as like that. And then obviously they're gonna come with a, like a vengeance. Like they're gonna be like, hey, they took it from us. We're gonna get them, whatever. But the pros to us is we know what they throw us. We know what their batters do. Right. Uh, we know who steals. We know if we keep certain ones off base, they're not gonna have base runners. And but the cons to that is they know our game too. So I think it's gonna be a pretty good game. Whoever has the most hearts gonna win for sure. And I think that's gonna be us. Yeah, I, I think so. I'm hoping. Fingers crossed. Hope so. And I, I've been saying, like, it's a Sun Conference podcast, but Weber's number one in my heart. I'm going to be I'm gonna have on my Weber show. I'm going to be rooting for Weber and Columbus 100%. <laughs> uh, no, I agree. I think Southeastern's one of the best teams they've been in a very long time. Uh, I think it's it's well-coached. It's a well-ran program. They have a high-energy dugout. Uh, they take care of the little stuff. They're that. Their comparison to one of the top teams in the nation. I, I think they're justified being there just as we are. Uh, so statistically, they have pushed it through all season consistently. Um, I know it's gonna be a dog fight. We're rooting for them the same way we're rooting for us uh, after that day. Uh, you know, that day we're gonna go try to take one from them. They're gonna try to take one for us. But either way, uh, you know, I hope we get to represent the Sun Conference the right way, uh, show how competitive it is. I think the biggest advantage is, it goes back to we both know each other. So whoever decides to buy in that day and and can edge one out, uh, which I think it's going to be a dogfight through and through. Yeah. Uh, but it's going to be one of those ones where it's one of those games everybody's going to want to watch. Yeah, uh, we have a lot of respect for them. It's a great rivalry. It's not a negative rivalry. It's one of those mm -hmm. things where, you know, if they play well, it makes us play well. And we just kind of feed off that energy both sides. So I tell you what, that's a championship game nobody's going to want to miss. So. No, I cannot wait for it. I'm going to open up with a question. It's a simple question. It's, it's uh, two words, but it's a simple uh, who that? Oh, who dat? Who dat, man? Right now, who dat? Warriors dat. Warriors dat, absolutely. So, Coach Chris and I have something very, very important. We are huge New Orleans Saints fans. We love it. I got on Seth uh, yesterday. He's a Saints fan. I'm like, we got to start getting more Saints fans on the mm -hmm. podcast. Um, just a li little bit of a sidetrack. How, how are we feeling after the offseason moves? Just for the Saints. For the Saints, I'm still um, just waiting for Drew Brees to come out of retirement. Yeah, me too. That, if that <laughs> happens, we're going to be some celebrating song guns. I know that much. Yeah. I think yeah. you always Saints fan and who dat. We go back, you know, through and through. It's one of those things where you're you're going to be excited for football season. I'm looking forward to seeing what we do. Uh, so. Yes, ma'am. Uh, maybe as far let's go back to this. When you first came to Weber, what were some of the things that really brought you here, wanting to be a Warrior? Um, honestly fact that coach gave me a chance because I was kind of at a low point in my life and she kind of held her hand out and I reached for it and uh, she pulled me right in and when I came to the team uh, they made me feel like family they made me feel like home and it practically is home for me I mean I live in Lake Wales so um, but no I just felt very welcomed very open arms and we all did our thing so yeah I said you do live you live in Lake Wales you know Mimi was one of the first people at Weber I ever met. Was, mm -hmm. I, I went to go work out at Planet Fitness. She was working there on that. A few weeks later, I saw her uh, when we were first in school. I was like, I think that's the person that checked me in at, at Planet Fitness. I'm not 100% <laughs> sure. But then, yeah, I'm sure enough. So, like I said, it's, it's home now. Weber's your yeah, home. Absolutely. Um, you know, all the Warrior athletes that I've had on here have, they love it here. Um, you know, obviously a big moment for you was winning the regional, but, you know, outside of, out of that, what were some of the 
your favorite moments here in Babson Park? Um, well, this year for sure winning conference. I cried like a baby on the field, <laughs> and it was happy tears for the first time in three years. Yeah. I felt great. Can't, can't explain the moment I felt that day, but um, I'll never forget when me and Coach had our first altercation at USCB, <laughs> and I was, I've never disrespected her since then, and... Yeah, no, I just, it wasn't a funny moment, but it's a good lesson moment for me. I think I needed that. I kind of needed someone to be there like a mom for me and to discipline me and to earn my respect and stuff like that. So I'm very thankful for Coach. That's awesome. I, I, I've heard that y'all were a good player coach to do it before, and I was so excited. I wasn't sure if y'all wanted to do like a solo interview uh, or whatever, but when you said y'all were going to both be on at the same time, I was like, perfect. Exactly, <laughs> exactly why I wanted to do it. But, um, you know, with, with Weber, our softball team was this year is a lot more. There've been a lot of low-scoring games, and whatnot. And that's obviously just coming from a great pitching staff. As a hitter, Mimi, what does it mean? Is how much does it mean to have a little bit of that pressure? Like I'm knowing you have either Kayla or Jenna or some strong arms in the bullpen too in the circle. So for me, honestly, I feel like with our pitching staff, pressure's off because we just got to score two to three runs, Absolutely. maybe even one, because yeah. we have a, the best defense I think and then yeah. AI to me. But um, very, very awesome that we have that strong. And it's nice that we have, like, different types of style of pitching, too. It's not just the same two, three pitchers. They're all their different spins, different right. speeds. So it throws everybody off. So I just think, yeah, as a hitter, for sure, having those pitchers just makes it easier. We don't have to score eight runs. We don't have to score five runs. Our defense is great. Our pitching is great. We score two, three runs. We usually win the ball game. Absolutely. So. I'm sure that takes a lot, a lot of the pressure off of you somewhat, too. As, as a coach, knowing you have two or three girls you can send out to the circle and maybe shut a lineup down. Yeah, I think it's hand-in-hand. Hand. This is just one team. Uh, we say one arm, one bat, one team. Uh, our defense knows how to play behind every pitcher, uh, and I think that's a huge advantage for us. Uh, we can, like Mimi said, every single one of them is going to get us something different. Uh, they know how to adjust, adjust defensively, and I feel like the reason we are champions and the reason we have two championships under our belt is our, our defense wins championships. Um, offensively, we're definitely a different style of play. Uh, you know, we're going to run, we're going to put some pressure on, and I think the girls are so bought into our offensive style that we trust that one to three runs. We trust that if we get more, it's just a good time. Uh, we can hit. We're capable of scoring a lot of runs. We just typically kind of sit back and do our thing. Uh, unfortunately, I'd like to score a little bit more, but... Yeah. Uh, I think realistically, uh, we all know if we can get a lead or we can keep a game close, we know we're going to have that inning where we can push one, two across. We're going to know we're going to have that inning where we're going to create a little bit of chaos. And I think it takes the pressure off of our big hitters to where, uh, you know, Mimi's one of our power hitters. She's been a power hitter. She's one of the best hitters in the AI. Uh, but she buys into her role as getting a bunt down. She buys into hitting behind a runner. We're such a situational team because the buy-in is team. Uh, so getting over that, hey, I have to put the pressure on my bat. Like, oh, there's a lot of seasons where she felt like she was there just to be a bat. Uh, and this season, I think it's changed that she knows she has to be a captain. She knows she has to be a teammate. She knows she can win games with her defense. And I think it's our whole team's bought into that view. So, was that a big difference from you know, like previous years? Is that this team is just more bought in, and the leadership has taken a step up. And you know, not, not every team only has a few leaders and then everybody else uh, you know, I want to say followers but they buy into that. Has that been a big thing this year for y'all? I wouldn't say more leadership. I'd say it's definitely different. Uh, you know that team we had, we had a lot of, I think we had, it was a ton of seniors graduate last year but eight of them were you know starters. You're le losing that leadership and it's a question mark into this season how are we going to respond 
without the motivation because those those kids before definitely set the tone uh, they set the standard they set the plays we had leadership we're the, still the same style of team thanks to the foundation laid for the past three seasons but it was a question mark going into the season how are we going to respond when we graduated so many starters and i think the leadership and the buy-in that we've had from our captains from our transfers even the fresh like through and through this team there's not a lot of that hey poor me you know we're all going to have that moment in softball where we want to play but that want to play is more of a fire fire than it is a negative for us uh they want everybody on this team wants whoever to succeed just as much as the person in front of them uh and i think that comes from leadership buy-in and just overall hey we've gotten close thanks to the past year and they raised the bar and the next year raise the bar next year raise the bar at this point they made a decision, this senior class, this group of leaders, this team, that we're gonna go get it. And we're not gonna sit back and talk about it, we're gonna take it. And I think we all know that. Like we're so right. calm going into regional, we're so calm going into a national championship right now. And the reality is it's because we wanna play. We've earned it, we grind it out past few seasons, our leadership, the buy-in, this team, uh, they sat down on their own and bought into their own word and it was unity at the beginning of the year. And that was outside of the coaching staff. And I think that unity has been speaking numbers on where we are, um, at least getting getting to now. Uh, I think throughout the season you lose that, you go back and forth, and now it's like, hey, that's awesome. Let's let's keep being united, let's keep fighting, let's do what we can do. I love hearing how the players sat down and did it outside of the coach staff. One of a great football coach that big influence in my life, he once said, good teams can be coach-led and they they can have motivation from the coach and whatnot, but the great teams, the championship teams, are when the players take control and the players lead it. And obviously, that's what y'all have now. Y'all are a championship team in the Sun Conference and won, won the Hattiesburg Regional. Now you're just trying to get that red banner out there, and that would be something special. I may have to do a low country bull if we have. Let's do that. Do a low country bull, y'all get on out no, there. I do think you're right, though. I think the coach's job is to get them there, put a standard in place, and we tell them, well, I told them today, at this point, stop working on fundamentals, enjoy the game. You've worked, you've worked, you've worked. Like, they just got to come together and figure out what team they're, what team's going to show up to nationals. Uh, if we show up as Weber softball, we're probably going to leave there with the red banner, leave their national champions, and we all know that, so. Yes, ma'am. Coach talked a good bit since she's been here, how Weber has progressed. Since you came to Weber in uh, 2019, mm -hmm. correct? How, is, how have you seen, you know, not maybe Weber softball, obviously, but you know, Weber as kind of a whole, how is it? Yeah, Weber in general has actually, I think, gotten a lot better. I think um, just the environment's gotten better. I think there's more recognition for sports, especially softball, because when I first got here, it was kind of like the joke of the, of the school. But ever since I've been here, like, I don't know, I just think everything's kind of the, from the classes to the professors to how like the cafe the starbucks all that good stuff um i think it's i think it's been great it's just grown and grown and i hope it keeps growing because this is a great school and it can be an even greater school yeah absolutely I mean, that's, and that's what i've heard i mean i have a golfer's own volleyball baseball uh now it's obviously softball now uh and with kayla too and it's just and i i think a personal reason i think it's gone, gone this good is you know i think when coach kneehammer took over as ad i think that's kind of when Weber seemed to start taking changes. I don't know, I came here in August, I'm kind of a new blood, I guess, here in Weber, but I love it here. I mean, honestly love it, and I, I think it's a special place. Um, I think there is something really special about Weber, 
But uh, maybe this is your is this your last year? Or do you yeah, sell? This is your last year. I have one more season, but I'm not gonna take it. No, I'm like, gonna you, go out with the bang. So okay. <laughs> I, I know I ended with the banner, and I ain't, yeah, exactly. that'd be a way to go. Is, exactly. uh, is there something next within your softball career coaching? Um, yeah, so I want to be try to be a GA somewhere to get my masters. But yeah. if if that turns out where I don't get that, I've already got a couple offers to be like a PE coach at elementary school. Just to be in the, I want to be in the coaching field. I want to help. Yeah. I want to. It'd be nice to get back to the community that I grew up in because I grew up in Lake Wales and the schools are in Lake Wales. So that'd be pretty cool. Um, but all in all, I do just want to like help. Stu- I mean, student athletes like play softball. That's my number one goal. So absolutely, and that's. Awesome here and that when players coaching's probably not in the in the worst for me. It's just hearing people wanting to give back when their playing days are over for the next generation, and that's how the sport grows, uh, no matter what it is. And hearing that's just amazing. But uh, coach, a little bit. Uh, I was reading your bio or something. I was reading something I want to ask you about. So you coached at South Alabama, and you said your three years there were some of the most important for your coaching career. Could you, uh, would you mind telling a little bit about that? So I was a manager there, but um, Becky Clark kind of took me under her wing. I sat in her office one day and said, hey, I want to coach. Um, I kind of uh, aged out of playing at that point. So I was like, all right, I want to, I still want to coach. I want to lock in, I want to get my degree. Um, and she told me to keep my head down. She'd teach me everything she knew. Uh, she, that investment alone was the foundation for me coaching. Uh, I was blessed to be a part of a program in Division One, that went from the bottom to the top 25. Uh, they were one of the best teams in the nation. Uh, and I got to see how important that culture was, how important family was, how important the overall university and the field. Uh, I'm still a huge, I'm a proud, proud alumni, like go Jags through and through. Oh, yeah. And that's what we try to create here at Weber. So it is cool to see that transition. Um, but I think being a part of a, a program that went from the bottom to the top and consistently has stayed there and like seeing the transition from same thing here you know you don't have a great field and now they have one of the best fields in the nation you know we didn't have a softball field at all and now we have one of the best fields in conference yep. and i think it really roots off of the buy-in that she had with her program uh and those girls and our alumni like we all make sure to still be at that alumni game uh yep. you know we all show up and i think that's what's going to continue to happen here so uh, hopefully I'm making her proud, hopefully I'm making them proud, but I think that investment just uh, at an age saying, hey, I'm going to teach you everything I know, and she did. She taught me everything I know, uh, and, and then allowed me to have a foundation that I've been able to adapt some things for myself throughout the long race, but I've worked with a lot of great coaches, I've worked under amazing staffs, amazing universities, amazing people, um, and, and with amazing people, and I think it's it's kind of cool because I always look back to that. Uh, I call, She called me right after the regional game and just said hey man so proud of you that's so awesome and I'm sitting there thinking man I if I if you didn't take a chance on me uh where would I be and, that, and that's the same kid here coach take a chance on me you do and I'm excited to see what she can do with her her next step in her career so yeah I mean just that's what it takes I mean you know coach pooch took a chance on me and now I'm here it's all about someone giving you that one opportunity and you know what you do with it that's a life and I think that's really awesome it's you Aaron coach and Coach I had it from her coach way uh, mm-hmm. back in South Alabama. Uh, you did coach at Southeast Louisiana and uh, then at, at South Alabama. I just wanted to hear it's kind of a fan question. What are some of the craziest like stadiums or like crowds you were part of? You played that's top level in college, oh, yeah. college softball. Uh, you know, NAI we don't have like hugest crowds at Division One level. I'm sure you had some rowdy crowds. What were some of your favorite moments there? Um, I think anytime you can play at LSU or honestly UL, uh, UL Stadium is crazy. It that's, really does that's have the Cajun. Lafayette. Yeah, Lafayette. Yeah, and that's some intense softball right there, some yeah. great food, some great people. 
Um, Tennessee was one of the prettiest campuses I've ever been to, prettiest universities. Uh, but you think back to some big moments when you're, you're competing. Uh, South Owl, uh, we played at Alabama two regionals in a row. I think that second Alabama regional, we kind of gave them a little bit of run for their money. Uh, and, and it's just cool to be a part of that stadium and a, a super regional experience at the Division One level is something you're going to crave forever as a coach and a player. Uh, and then being able to host a super regional, uh, we fell short to FSU, which was still to this day probably one of the hardest days we've ever been through. Mm. So we were up in the seventh and ended up losing. But um, tell you what, it, it's one of those, you can find that here too, uh, even at this NAI level. I know it's not as big of a fan base, but the fan base we have can make it feel like there's a million around us. Oh, so. Yeah. Um, but there's some beautiful facilities out there. You, you think about that and, and that environment of being the top and the best and the best. Um, and I think and hope our girls get that same experience in Columbus. So. Yeah. Well, I really appreciate y'all coming. I know y'all are getting ready. Y'all about to make that drive up to Columbus. I won't hold y'all uh, too much longer. I just want to say congrats on a, a heck of a season so far, and it ain't over yet. Yep. Uh, please go make Weber proud. I know y'all have definitely done it so far. Y'all just keep doing it. If y'all got any questions for me, y'all can fire away. If not, good luck in Columbus, ladies. Awesome. Thank you. Appreciate it. Thank you. We'll see awesome. you there. All right. Go Warriors. Go Warriors. Go Warriors. <laughs>